Welcome to the Brothers and Beards podcast, featuring Chris Bonham and Jackson Bowden. All right, welcome to episode three of the Brothers and Beards podcast. Got a treat for you today. Really excited. Uh, it's August, mid-August, August 20th, which it's been a while since we were able to record one of these, but we're excited to get rolling. Um, we have a really great agenda today, really. Uh, first, I'd like to welcome Chris back to the show once again as a co-host, and we are going to talk about hunting plans, just really hunting for the year. Uh, talk about a previous hunt Chris went on recently, talk about our upcoming hunts, and really hunts that we want to end on. Some nice dream hunts that we have for the year. Hunting is a big passion that we both have and we share. Uh, I know previously we talked a little bit about how we got into hunting, and we're really just going to dive deep here uh, about hunting, why we like it, and just hunts we've been on in our experiences. Really looking forward to it. What do you think, Chris? Oh, for sure. And um, I know it's been a busy summer. We we intended to have every four weeks, but it's I went on a hunt, and then it really this is about as much free time we ever have to today. So we, and if you flash back to episode one, we talked about how you got me into hunting, and now it's like I plan my year around my hunting trips, and yeah, it's just it's my new it's my thing. So we're really excited. Um, yeah, so our, my plan my hunting plans in a year kind of started off in June. Um, I had a, a buddy of mine approach me to go up on a black bear hunt in Canada, uh, British Columbia, and it was so fun. Um, it was definitely different than any other guided hunt I've ever been on. I practice and practice and practice. I went through several sets of arrows before I was comfortable with it. Um, <clears throat> I went through different brands of arrows for months, and you probably... I remember last year I built you some arrows. I'm like, these are the best. And then I'm like, actually, this is garbage. Yeah, I recite my bow, get everything in there. And then Chris is like, ah, just kidding. This isn't the best. Yeah, these suck. And then when I switched over, you saw me shooting mine, and you're like, yours just rip. <laughs> like, they fly. They fly, and they're super accurate. Um, yeah, and so I spent months and months, I mean, just even down to the wraps. I'm like, I just... I need to be able to see the blood. I need to be able to, because it's super thick up there. Like, if we study the terrain, I'm like, I got to know how clean of a shot I get on it. I got to, like, yeah. It was, and I was kind of worried, because you're like, you're hunting a bear with a bow. I had an employee come up to me and was like, dude, I don't think you're going to get it. I'm like, thanks, jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's gnarly, though, if you think about that. Yeah. You got to be within 50 yards, realistically. Mm-hmm. And it's a bear. It's a like, bear. I was, I was up in the mountains this past weekend, and I was thinking, I've never even seen a bear in the wild, truthfully. Mm-hmm. And you're going to shoot one with your bow, so you got to get close to it. You got to stock up on it. You be quiet enough. Yep. Like that's a feat. And you're in a foreign country, which it's Canada, but yep. it's still a foreign country. You might have to touch a little bit about on uh, getting all your stuff there in the first place. Oh, dude. <laughs> I was the logistics I... had to have been a feat. Well, they, they, you talk to the, every guide, and it seems like every guide I've ever talked to, they, like, hate bows. And they're like, yeah, you can't really do it if you if you make any bit of noise, you spook it. I'm like, dude, that's the same with a rifle. Like, what are you talking about? 
because um, it's just extra work for him. So they convinced me to bring up a gun. So I borrowed my brother's, uh, what is it, 4570, the bear killer gun, you see on the Wind River. And I don't think you've seen that movie yet. I have no. Nuts. I'm talking like the tips are tiny and then just like, these are like the cartridge is huge. Are just huge. <laughs> and my brother bought this gun, shot it three times. He's like, oh, I hate it, but it cool, looks cool. And then he never shot it again. <laughs> Um, so I take this gun up and <clears throat> we had multiple bag thrust, um, missed flights. We had to stay in, um, I can't remember where it was that we flew into, uh, but we had to stay a night. And so we were like half a day late getting, getting there. And then they also didn't, luckily my bow never had trouble with my bow. They, they look at it and then just pass it through but with the gun you got to take it there before you got to do all sorts of different stuff and then on the Canada side you have to do even more stuff and we thought it was taken care of and we get to our like our terminal and we're like why are our bags not moving and we noticed because we had air tags on it it was at the, the drop off so they just send it to like the pickup yeah so we ran back down and we missed our flight and oh. it was a whole ordeal but it was it was I couldn't have prepared myself like with the knowledge I had and what they told me like any better but it was more mosquitoes than I've ever seen in my life we covered I wore my rain gear it wasn't raining it was 85 90 degrees the hottest week of the year so bears bedded down anyways super thick it was and I can't imagine wearing rain gear just to keep the mosquitoes away I would have been, it's like a sauna. Were you just oh, sweating to death? Sweating to death, drinking a ton of water. I would have lost like 40 pounds. It, just sweat. The benefit is, you because it's so thick, you're just driving on all these back roads. The first night we spent spotting, and then we get back to the truck, and his truck broke down. So we're like, we're like 10 miles away from anyone, no reception. So it's dark, and it gets dark at like 10.30, 10.45, so it's like 11.30, we had to hike up to the nearest peak, took forever, and we finally got enough service to send a text. And um, then we got a confirmation text. We sent like 100 texts mm -hmm. to different people, and we finally got a confirmation text. Someone met us at the truck, they knew where we were at. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're like, spotting is stupid, because bears move, like they're big movers, they don't, like they'll gravitate towards like a watering hole, but like you can't just, hey, I spot it from three miles away. Let me go go down and stock it. Like yeah. it, it, it doesn't really work like that unless you set up like a tree stand. But we, were, we didn't want to be committed to a spot, so we drove around forever just looking. Um, Was it when you were driving around? Because I know previously when I've hunted like that, it was like quiet. Were you guys like bumping to music, having a great time, or was it more focused? And you're going like three miles an hour, and no music. You're you're generally quiet. You can talk because you're in a car. Yeah. Um, and bears don't get spooked like a deer does. Yeah. Um, or definitely not like elk, where they smell. Like a bear can smell you from a ways away, but where we were hunting, they were overpopulated. So I had a two for one tag. So I could shoot two bears wow. pretty much for the price of one tag. That's 
It's wild. So we we saw them everywhere, but it, we were like, hey, let's just get the right bear. And um, lo and behold, our, we noticed our guy didn't have a gun. We're like, why don't you have a gun? And he was like, oh, because my license expired. <laughs> He's like, I actually don't, I don't guide bear hunts, but they noticed they were a guide short. So you got me. He's like, I guide goat hunts, or these mountain goats um, in like Alberta. And it, what we learned is he was actually scared of bears. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you so, pay all this money, you fly across the. <laughs> And this yeah. dude that doesn't even like bears. Doesn't even like bears. So we're on like, there's two days left. And my buddy was going back up in October. So he was like, you're shooting the first bear. And I was, at the whole week, Every all, all eight hunters were shooting rifle. Um, and they were trying to talk me out of it. They're like, dude, just to guarantee a bear, just shoot the rifle. I'm like, no. Like, because if I shoot the rifle, I have to come back. Like, I really only want to shoot one bear. Mm-hmm. Um, Not to mention all the time and effort yeah. and everything put into it. For sure. I was like, and I don't even want to shoot this gun. Like, this guns just don't sound awesome to me. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, um, we get on, we, this bear came out of nowhere, uh, the bear I shot. And it, it's still a sucky situation because we, we slept, like, this... This kid slams on his brakes, leaves his diesel truck running. So it's super loud. My buddy has the video camera, but he tells my buddy to stay at the truck. And so I I see this bear just ahead, and there's a bridge, this little bridge, and it it dropped down, and I knew it was going under the bridge. But we only saw one bear, and it was big, like biggest black bear we've seen. And so I get everything ready. I'm walking down. And this guy like is is slowing me down. I'm like, okay, like, maybe I'm just going too fast. I'm too excited. But like I mentally prepared myself pretty good. So I wasn't like my heart wasn't racing, like it wasn't doing any like I was I had my cool because I'm like, okay, everyone talks about how scary it is to be so close to a bear. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm good. Um and it didn't dawn on me, my guy didn't have a gun. But I was like, whatever. Like, my buddy had a gun back at the truck, and he was a hundred yards behind us. Like, I, I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. Um, and so I get about 50 yards away, half, te- technically 45 yards away, and I see this bear come out, and I'm like, oh, like, it's like a six-foot bear. It's a good bear for a bow. I'm like, okay. Like, and so I have him range it. He ran clocks in 45. And the tricky thing with bears is it's all black. So you don't know where the shoulder ends. Yeah. So you kind of take center and you move it a little forward. Mm-hmm. But the position of my bear, because it was coming up the hill after the bridge and coming a little out. So I was staring kind of at its back like left leg. Mm-hmm. And so I pull back, I got everything set it in, and I'm just staring at this bear. And I'm like, looks like a good bear. Like, I'm good with it. Um, I'm not an expert on bears. I know if it's a cub, yes, I'm not an idiot. I know if it's three feet. Like, no, this is a good bear. So it turns and I rip it. And I I watch this, the straightest arrow I've ever shot. Hits right in front of the left 
the left leg goes through it literally all the way through to its right shoulder and out. Wow. He's like, I've never heard of anyone really passing through <laughs> that far. Like, that was an amazing shot. Yeah. He told me that after. And I'm like, so I ripped this arrow through and I opened my eye and I see the big bear. And I'm like, what? But this whole time, this kid, he was like 24. I think he was 23 or 24 is grabbing me this whole time like he's scared. I'm like, dude, back off. Like, he was hiding behind me, like, holding on. So I'm pulled back while he's holding on to my coat. Yeah. And I so I shoot this bear, and he freaks out. Starts running back to the truck. I'm like, did I just do something wrong? Like, what did, <laughs> I didn't shoot a cub. Like, I know I didn't shoot a cub. My buddy has this on video. He's running back to the truck. Keep in mind, I have two tags. I will gladly tag out, and you just have to pay like a trophy fee on the second tag, cause yeah. it, which makes sense. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I hit a sow. I hit a female, and I had its boyfriend, a monster. It was a big sow. Like, yeah. we're talking a little over six feet sow. This black bear was seven and a half feet. Biggest one they've, they've seen. Big bear. The problem is, I hit such a clean shot, she went up into the trees and died. The, the board did nothing for like 30 seconds. <laughs> so he, this dude runs back to the truck and I'm like, can I pull another arrow? Like, did I like do something? Like there's another one standing here, like we've smoked so this thing. I, I take off with this dude. I'm like, some, he knows something I don't. Yeah. I wanted to pull another arrow and drop the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, which would have been so cool if I dropped both of them. Um, turns out he was just super scared because he thought I pissed off the boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, long story short, it that was like 45 minutes before sundown. That black bear started eating the sow. That's insane. So we went in with three dudes with guns into this thick brush to go get my bear and we can hear him like oh, like 50, 100 yards away but we can hear him all pissed off. Did you know that your your bear was dead in the bushes? Yeah. Okay. Because we could tell by the blood and we could tell he was doing something to the bear. We thought it was something inappropriate because it was, it was um, yeah. That time of year? That time of year. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, we dragged the bear out and they're like, it's a good bear, but he's like, and then we saw the bear walk across the road, but my buddy's Swarovski, Swarovski, uh, DS flashed like this red death. Yeah. He's like, I can't see through this thing. And it it was like five minutes before sundown and he couldn't shoot it. Yeah, wow. So, that's my bear experience. What an experience. Uh, and it, 45 yards, I, it died within 10 feet. That's, feet. that's insane. Like, it's got to be so filling to put in all that time and then watch it all go through. And now you have a bear. And now I have a bear. So. That is so cool. When do you get, uh, like, are you turning it into a rug? What are you, rug? So, sows are typically softer. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to turn it into a rug, and then I'm going to euro the skull. Super cool. Yeah. That'd be so. rad. Where are you going to put them? Um, well, ultimately, I need to buy a cabin, so I'm going to put it in all, pretty much all but 
one mountain wall go to the cabin. Yeah, that's so rad. I'm stoked for you. What a great way to start your hunting season already. It's August. You've already got one tag in the bag, and what what else you got coming up? So I just got the. I didn't pull out, draw out anything. So I I just bought a general season tag. My brother, um, he bought. They do like a charity thing for public hunts for the state of Utah, and that's how um, he does a lot of his hunts. And then he kind of finds a guide. Yeah. So he's doing a hunt. Uh, I believe it's the vernal hunt, which is like number three, like most popular hunt in the state. Um, and I was like, hey, I'll go help you. Just put me in a different spot. And then it dawned on me that it borders an area I could hunt with an elk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me just get an archery tag because the last thing I want is I'm classing and I look over and I see some elk. I'm like, dude, I could have shot that. Why didn't I just buy a tag? Why didn't I? Yeah. So... For 50 bucks, uh, I have that, but yeah. it will be mostly just helping out my brother. That's really cool. That'll be way fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Now, you have, you drew out that. Yeah, I did. So, drying out in the city of Utah is interesting. I drew out, usually archery is easy, but lately, the past few years, there's been such an influx in people wanting to hunt, which I don't blame them. Hunting is a great time. And so it's been a while, and I've since moved, and so I've been in an area I haven't explored. So this year I decided to put in for a rifle tag, which I haven't hunted with a rifle in probably four or five years. Uh, We really got into archery. I love archery. I shot a deer with my bow. And then I just don't know the area, and it's massive. Just It's basically all of... Uh, northeastern Utah is my whole unit up there and it's just acres and acres and acres of land and we had a huge winter so you don't I don't really know what to expect and so I figured with a rifle tag I'll have better chances so this year I put in with rifle uh, for my first few choices and I ended up drawing out a tag right by my house in the area of my house which is exciting because it makes it a lot easier to go spot and a lot easier to see and I'm I love dirt bikes and dirt bikes are just machines in the mountains so mm-hmm. i'm able to spend a lot of time searching areas really fast because yeah. you can just cruise um so that's the tag i got coming up it's the last week of october which this year is going by so fast you shouldn't have too much competition up there because so many deer died though yeah so i'm very curious on but you've said you've you haven't seen any deer not a lot i, I i'm trying to think because i've lived up there for three years now I feel like I've seen way more deer in years past, at least like just riding around. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see. There's there is a spot that I'm really excited to go try out. It's not a lot of land, and it's landlocked by private property all around. Okay. But there's I know of one specific trail that is legal to go through. It passes through private property, mm-hmm. but it's some rugged terrain. Like even on a dirt bike, it's pretty brutal to get up there. Okay. But I mean means people might not be up there yeah. so i'm excited once it gets a little later in the year i'll spend some more time in glassing and being up there so i'll find us a good spot and uh i've got to go shoot my rifle i haven't even shot my rifle in a long time it's been a little bit it's uh, been a while i'm not too nervous about it yeah your rifles are so easy yeah. and the thing too is with a rifle i feel for me with archery, there's so much little things that go into it. You gotta mm-hmm. hold it steady. You gotta hold it strong. You gotta hold it at the right angle. With a rifle, it's a lot more of a point and shoot type deal. Yeah. 
So I feel like I really just ought to work on getting into shape yeah. so that when it does come, I can hold the rifle steady. Yeah. Well, you grew up, that's what you grew up doing. Yeah, so exactly. It's a little more natural for you. Yeah, and I'm just really excited to get back out there. Um, the rifle uh, season is a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. You Archery, you've got three months to fill. Rifle, I'm like seven days. Mm-hmm. So really well, good. So they actually changed it. I don't have it. There's no extended archery season this year. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. So, like it, it was in years past. So yeah. They, they rolled out all these changes um, when I was reading about it. And um, where you when you did the extended, mm-hmm. it, it opens up all these areas. Yeah. It's not the case anymore. Uh-huh. They opened up a few areas for general elk. Yeah. Uh, and deer but then it's not an extended hey now go hunt anywhere yeah and that was the benefit last year is because we're we just waited till then we could hunt the year that's exactly what i when i got my deer that's exactly what we did because we lived in bountiful and i knew that i could hunt above there for extended so i just got a tag that i knew i would get and i didn't even hunt it i just waited until the extended i didn't know that so just because the winter deer populations they changed just a bunch of stuff so I think they were rolling out those changes before the winter even hit. Yeah. Um, slightly controversial, but um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. That'll be fun. I'm excited to also get in some variety. So we'll be hunting together for odds are a couple of days with your archery tag uh, and then a day or two with my rifle tag as well. And I'm, I'm honestly not going to be too picky. And I think I'm going to... If it has decent antlers, I think I'll shoot it, honestly. And then I think I'm going to donate all of my meat. I don't know where or what. I'll have to look up some details, but my wife doesn't particularly like deer. And I think it would be cool to just harvest it and then give it to somebody that actually needs it. I think that'd be pretty cool to do. Uh, Deer meat is super tricky. But (laughs) I've heard my buddy said the best deer meat will ever taste is if you don't freeze it. Mm. He's like, I brought it home and I cooked it for, like, all my entire family. He has five kids, and like, he's like, we cooked it up and it was awesome. He's like, but as time went on, it became definitely less awesome. Yeah. So, it's interesting, tricky. But I've heard uh, deer jerky is really good. Yeah, I've had it's good. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh. I'm really looking forward to it, and. Uh, yeah, so that's what's going on. Pretty awesome. Chris has hunted a deer already. He's got an elk tag, and I've got a deer tag. So we got potential to hit three different species this year of yeah. big game. Yeah. Which, what a treat. I was, uh, we actually, this past weekend, I went on a dirt bike trip, and we were in these huge cliffs. So we were kind of down in like a creek waterfall, and we were just cruising on this little trail, but there were these really tall cliffs, and I just, I knew that there was a mountain lion watching us. Like, I'm not kidding you. And it was perfect terrain for it. Uh-huh. You could have just, like, if there were, you look up on a cliff and there was a mountain lion just looking at us, I would not have been surprised at all. Oh, but for sure. how cool, you know? Like, wow, that would have been wild. And that's one one hunt that I'd like to fulfill yeah. is a mountain lion. I think get all the dogs out, get the hounds, I think it'd be a blast. Oh, dude, that would be way fun. And see, you look up and you think mountain lion. I look up. And I'm like, there has to be some, some sheep up there, like some, <laughs> some mountain goat. And I'm like, and that's my dream, Alaska, um, <clears throat> just two weeks. You don't there's you're not in cell service. You backpack in, you fly in, you wait a day, you backpack like. 
Yeah. It is just gnarly. And I only want to do it once. And so it's like, I will allocate an entire month up there if I have to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and this guy in Canada, that's what he does. He's like, dude, it's so fun. He's like, because it becomes super technical. Yeah. Because you got to retrieve the thing. And he's like, it is unreal. But those tags are a hundred thousand dollars right insane. now. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely definitely not gonna do that. Just for the tag. And then the logistics, you gotta fly in there, you gotta do this, you gotta camp this, you gotta get a guide. Yep. That's a that is a dream. Dude, it is like apparently like mentally, physically, like it is exhausting. And I'm like, that's what hunting's about. Yeah. Like that's what I want and I will train for years for that. I think it really does almost take years. Yeah. It's one thing that struck me this past weekend, spending a few days in the mountains, they're unforgiving. Yeah. Like we are so small, truly. Mm-hmm. And I was in the big country of Idaho in the Sawtooth mountain range and just is insane the amount of land and mm-hmm. it gives you so much more respect for these animals because they live in it. And I was out there in the summer. And it was brutal. Like winter and all, I just can't imagine the elements, but they push on through. It's yeah. insane. I think a dream hunt of mine, I, it's hard to pin one down because you hear of a cool hunt, you're like, that's the one. But right now, I think uh, I want to shoot a big old bull elk with, yeah. with a bow. You yes. just watch these videos, and you've been on a few elk hunts where they've killed them, yeah. but I've never. I've never been on a hunt where a bull has been put on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that just, wow, I can't imagine having somebody call it in, you hear a bugling and you're 30 yards away and just smoke it. Oh, like, dude. I, I don't know if it can get much better than that, you know? That is, like, for me, now that I've shot a bear with a, with a bow, I don't need to go shoot it again. And I shot my elk with a rifle, and, but I was like, I was right there. Like, it was just, I think it was seven minutes before sundown, and I remember it just, it's just screaming. And I'm like, this is one of the coolest things ever. And now I could do that every single year. And so, for we, we were talking about upcoming hunts earlier, and next year I will be, I, I think, for the most part, I would say maybe one rifle hunt for the rest of my life, but it will be archery. Yeah. Um, next year will be bull elk archery, yeah. like as big as I can get it. That's and so cool. Take time, like really take time off and yeah, because yeah. they're it is unreal. Yeah. Hearing them bugle back and forth. Ah, what a treat! Really exciting. Hunting is definitely a big part of our life. Uh, it's been a, a part of my life ever since I was a little boy, and I know that for you, Chris, it has not always been a big part, but it is now. So. We really appreciate you guys listening. This is fun. We're, uh, we enjoy doing the podcast, and we're going to just keep it going. I love it. love hunting. Um, ultimately, I think we'll get into, like, hey, this is what, like, the equipment we prefer, um, and kind of dive down into a little more details why we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, dude, it's a huge part of our lives. Cars, <laughs> making, uh, starting businesses, and hunting. Yeah. And uh, at the top of all the list is our family. And so um, we've been both busy this summer with our families. Yeah, so. it's been a summer. And one last touch about hunting is 
it's when our kids get a little older, the relationships you'll build with your family. And yep. that's one great thing about hunting is yep. the relationships you have. Oh yeah. I cannot wait to take my two boys hunting where it's like, Hey, let's go. Like as soon as they're, I think it's 11, 10 or 11. Yep. Um, it's like my buddy did this with his daughter. His daughter is the oldest and he has four boys. She dropped this beautiful buck. It was like 175 yards with a 6.5. Wow. I'm like, what 11-year-old girl drops something? I think it was like a 195, like <laughs> good-sized buck. That's wild. And I'm like, that's so cool. And yeah, dude, making memories. Love so. it, man. Well, we really appreciate you guys listening and looking forward to the next one. Yep. See you guys.